Hey, 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 everyone. This is Bree. I am back. Happy 2023. It's been, what, like nine, ten months since I've been on here. Um, Yeah, a lot has <laughs> has transpired between then and now. Um, so I just wanted to hop on here and just give y'all a quick update um on where i've been uh, i know it's been a while i know some of y'all probably thought i fell off the face of the earth like but i'm still here glory to god i'm still here so um yeah let's go ahead and just dive right into this episode this is what episode 28 and yeah this just be a little life update probably not going to go too deep into um bible but you i mean you never know what this, how the spirit is gonna lead me in this podcast tonight so yeah so um quick update um i'm no longer <laughs> residing in georgia uh i've moved back to mississippi which is my home state for y'all who are listening and y'all are new i'm originally born and raised in mississippi and i spent the last what three years um in georgia um i got some previous episodes on why i moved from mississippi to georgia be sure to check that out but yeah your girl is back in mississippi so um i don't know how many of y'all listened to my last episode or a couple of last couple of episodes um you know i kind of probably i don't remember (laughs) i should have went back and listened but um yeah, I talked about getting married and having my first child and buying a house and all that good fun stuff, right? So, um, yeah, um, I actually got a divorce. Yay! And I know some of y'all are like, okay, she's cheering. Like, is she crazy? But I am not. <laughs> I'm actually happy. Um, yeah, my divorce finalized on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, y'all. So, y'all know we got married uh, February the 7th of 2021, and we honeymooned around Valentine's Day. So, um, this year on the 7th uh, marked two years for us, but of course, we were separated. And then February the 14th of this year and this month, um, my divorce was finalized. So, I know y'all wondering, okay, what happened? <laughs> God don't like divorce. I know some of y'all are probably um rehearsing Malachi too. God don't God hates divorce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we end up getting a divorce. I'm not gonna go in a lot of detail, but uh he just wasn't the one. He wasn't the person who I thought he was. Um um to sum it all up, I was um lied to <laughs> I was deceived. I was love bombed. Um, I was targeted <laughs> just a few times, like to just say the least. Um, and like I said, um, I thought I did everything I could possibly do right. Um, I waited. I waited seven years actually um, to get married. Um, I saved myself, you know. Um, and I spent, what, a whole year um, being friends and getting to know them. Um, I, yeah, and after that year, you know, of course, we um, started to date, but I constantly was in prayer for him um, and fasting and, 
you know, all of that. So, you know, it still kind of um, ponders me a little bit, the fact that me, out of all people, me, I let this happen. You know, I mean, I, I blame God. Like, I blame myself. I blame a lot of folks. I blame my sister because she the one, you know, when he DM me on Facebook, told me to reply. He was a good dude and all that. Bless her heart. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we um, things end up getting really, really bad. I mean, unbearably but, um, bad. And um, I kind of knew I made a mistake uh, the day I tied the knot. I mean, I didn't feel, you know, 100% sure, you know, to go up there to the, to the courthouse. And he kind of, you know, dragged me out the house. And, you know, I just went ahead and did it because y'all know uh, when I was already in Georgia. He moved, of course, uh, to Georgia a little bit. Uh, uh, well, actually, um, I think a day or something, you know, after the engagement. He uh, moved down to Georgia uh, because he had been applying for jobs and he was getting ready to start work. And, you know, we was getting ready to get married. It didn't kind of make sense for him to, you know, get a whole apartment. And then plus my mom, she was staying with me. She had gotten sick around that time. So I was like, okay, cool. She'll be in the house, you know, to where, you know, she'll kind of hold us accountable. So we won't fall into, you know, temptation of any kind, whatever. So, um, but yeah, the, um, even like just with, uh, being engaged, it was a little bit rocky, you know, our, our, our relationship and yeah, we still ended up getting married. I just saw so much potential in him and I just kind of just felt like, you know, I was doing the right thing. Uh, I wasn't desperate in any way, uh, rushing in any way. I felt like he was doing more of the rushing. But, yeah, I thought I was certain that, you know, he was the one. And, um, yeah, so we ended up getting married. And, um, yeah, we decided to honeymoon in Florida. And even the honeymoon, um, it didn't, it just didn't feel right. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I, the honeymoon, it, it, it did not feel right. And um, the... What the next day, the morning of our honeymoon, like we we had a, a disagreement. Um, you know, I got up that morning and um, I was like, wow, you know, I'm a whole married woman. You know, he was out there on the balcony. So I was like, oh, you know, let me kiss my husband and, you know, tell him good morning. And, you know, those are the things I was so excited to do as a wife, you know, um, or whatever, because I'm not really, really uh, that affectionate, but, you know, I do try. Uh, so I went out there, you know, morning breathing off. <laughs> but, you know, I just wanted to, you know, greet him, kiss him on the cheek. And, y'all, the look he gave me when I did that, like, I wasn't his wife. Like, he was so focused on that phone and, you know, um, on social media, worrying about who liking our post and all of that. And I'm like, sir, excuse me, um, like, really? You're on our honeymoon all in tune into social media, you know, and can't say, hey, good morning, how you doing? Like, what is going on? <laughs> so I was so upset about that. Um, and mind me, I paid for the whole honeymoon. I paid for that balcony you're, you're sitting on and, you know, all of that because, you know, like I said, that's why we decided not to have a full wedding because I had just 
purchased my house, of course. And, you know, he say he spent all his savings uh, getting to Georgia. So, you know, I had, you know, a, a savings, too, that could have allowed me to have my little future. I mean, my little, you know, dream wedding on the beach. But I was like, I'm not about to, you know, spend all that by myself, you know. He, he not contributing. So we decided to go to the courthouse, but I still wanted us to have, you know, somewhat of a nice uh, honeymoon. So, yeah, uh, spend money for us to, you know, have a good time in um, Florida. So, um, but yeah, you know, uh, things kind of, you know, was a little rocky after the honeymoon. And, you know, the way he acted about social media, I'm like, really, dude? So in that moment, I said, you know what? I said, we are, I mean, he is distracted, like, at this point. He's distracted. The enemy is trying to, uh, you know, uh, interfere with what I thought the Lord <laughs> had brought together. So um, I instantly, immediately, as soon as we returned back to uh, Georgia, I was like, yeah, we're going to have to go into fasting. Like, you and I both got, you know, a bloodline of divorce and, you know, separation. I know his mom and his dad um, is separated, been separated since they were born and still separated now and, and have gone their separate ways, but still legally married. Like, who's, who does that? But, yeah, um, yeah, so um, I was like, you know what? I said, let's fast. Like, now that we're married, now that we didn't, you know, tied the knot, now the devil finna really get mad. And he's finna really, 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 you know, try to make it hard for us. So I was like, let's kind of get our spirits and things in tune, you know, with the Holy Spirit, you know, so we can, you know, enjoy our marriage. But, you know, at the same time, you know, be prepared for war. You know what I'm saying? So, um yeah, we did a 30-day Daniel fast, and, um, yeah, he, you know, kept trying to break the fast, but I was there to, you know, pray for him, encouraging him, and let him know, like, we got this, you know, we got five more days left, or we got four more days, like, we, we can do this, we got this, like, you know, so uh, we completed that fast, and I think probably like a week after that, you know, things started to uh, turn around a little bit, and, you know, uh, we got connected at a church together, uh, started serving and you know another young lady probably around our age uh had been married for a while and she gave us you know some resources and books to maybe read because i told her you know the ex you you know asked us how was married life and you know i was honest i'm always honest when people ask me that you know i was like oh, it's, it's it's okay and she was like oh yeah y'all will be fine just read the book um i think what was the book called it was saying save your marriage Save your marriage before it starts or something like that. I can't remember, but yeah. So she was just telling us, you know, some things we should keep in mind. So yeah, y'all, we married and, you know, I'll say maybe two months later, lo and behold, I got pregnant. And when I got pregnant, y'all, honey, I I cried. Like I, I sat on that floor and I cried for like a good 30 minutes. Like, asking God, like, why? Well, like, why would you let this happen so soon? Like, you know, you see the problems we're already having. And, you know, why would you allow this thing, you know, to happen? And then I heard in my spirit, you know, God just constantly saying, you know, I will be with you. I will be with you. And I started crying even more because I was like, God, what does that look like for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just kind of felt, you know, in my heart that this just wasn't going to go well for some reason, our marriage. And it wasn't that I was being negative. It was just the stuff that I was seeing. Like, it's like when I got married, like, God opened up my eyes to seeing a lot of different things about my, 
you know, ex-husband now, you know, he just started to really open up my eyes. And so, um, you know, I would go into my prayer closet and, you know, to pray. And when the Holy Spirit gave me something, you know, that he wants me to do or just even a word, you know, I write it down in this little notebook. And I did that and I went to the restroom. I came back, you know, uh, my ex or whatever was looking through my notebook trying to see, you know, I get what God had spoken to me. And so then he made this request. Oh, I think we should, you know, just pray together and we should pray that out loud so we can know what each other is praying and this and that. And I'm like, really? Like, yeah. But he was so insecure. And I guess he knew, you know, um, he came into this marriage with all the wrong reasons. So he was just afraid that God was going to expose him. And, you know, I guess that's the only thing I can kind of think of it as. But, um, yeah, it was just, like I said, a lot of that. I mean, he started to be, you know, uh, verbally abusive, emotionally uh, abusive. Like, you know, I was so stressed, y'all. My hair was falling out in chunks. Like, you can see right through my hair, y'all. And I always had, you know, long, full hair, you know. But, y'all, my hair was just falling out. My whole entire pregnancy, I was stressed. Like, when, when women, you know, especially married women get pregnant, that's an exciting time. You know, they ready to show off their baby bump they ready to you know make the announcement and all of that y'all I wasn't happy like I was not happy <laughs> I, I didn't want to tell anybody I contemplated like just abortion and y'all it was just that bad and I was like you know what like I'm not gonna you know you know get rid of my child I'm gonna keep him you know, and so I just constantly, I just started in that moment, just started praying over, um, you know, my child. I prayed that God will allow me to have a boy, and um, he did, thank God. <laughs> but, you know, I just started praying over my child. I started trying my best to eliminate as much stress as possible because I already had a high-risk pregnancy, of course, due to a known medical condition. So uh, I just tried my best to eliminate um, as much stress as possible. Um yeah, so, um, yeah, I went, you know, to my doctor's appointments. He went to a few of them, and then, you know, I went to the rest by myself. And, yeah, fast forwarding, I, I went into labor uh, at home, didn't know it. And, I mean, I don't know what was going on that night, but we went to the hospital. You know, I had to have a, a emergency cesarean because I was at home all that time and didn't even know I was in labor, so... Um, yeah, that was the case. And I mean, just spending what five days, you know, in the hospital and, you know, the doctors waking you up every few minutes, every what hour, hour and a half, you know, and stuff. And, you know, them showing us, you know, you know, different things on how to care for the baby. And he just over there sleep. And one of the nurses got so mad. She, she just like, um, excuse me, can you get up, please? And can you can you uh, watch what I'm doing and watch what I'm showing your wife? I was like, Ooh, come on, girlfriend. I like you. But uh, he was just, like I said, he was so disengaged with the whole entire process. And, you know, I literally started crying, um, a little bit after uh, a couple of days later because he just didn't seem like he cared or was concerned about anything like like you know he, he just you know he just seemed so you know standoffish and I literally cried because he did not want my mom you know to come out there and I'm like what girl don't want their mom you know in the delivery room like you know 
And so I caught my mama crying and she, of course, was so upset, you know, that I had to get cut. And then I'm that emotional and upset and, you know, things like that. It was just, y'all, it was just so much um, stuff. Thank God my baby came and he was healthy and he's just as handsome and, you know, all of that. But, um, yeah, I was just, like I said, I was abused. Like, honey, like, you, y'all, honey... I just look at him and I be like, I used to be like, like, how are you sitting here professing that you are a believer? You are a child of God. You are sold out Christian, like on fire for the Lord. How can you sit here and tell that lie? And you have been treating me, you know, harshly since, since the day we tied the knot. Like who, who does that? Like, you know, but I was just so happy, y'all. I was, I mean, it got so, so bad that, you know, he would just, you know, not only with the emotional abuse, it was also a lot of financial abuse. Like, he didn't want to get a better job to help me out with bills and anything like that. Like, I would literally have to try to, you know, force him in a way to try to get a job, at least, you know, so we can afford daycare. He refused. He called his friend and asked his friend, should he get a job? And his friend, you know, being dumb and stupid, um, told him oh well if she handled it by herself before you got there she should be able to handle it now now who tells somebody that and this friend is supposed to be a believer too so his friend you know is married what probably like 15 years in and you tell your newly wedded friend you know um uh, something like that and knowing this man's history you know this is marriage number two for him you know and now divorce number two, and you tell him something like that. Like, I would never tell my friends that. Like, never. But uh, it was just a lot of, like I said, going behind my back, doing things like that. And, you know, he had a felony domestic violence charge on him that I wasn't aware about, that he did not mention to me. You know, he wanted to be an officer, and I wanted to support him. You know, even though I, you know, I kind of, you know, it's just dangerous. You know, being an officer is just, you know, a dangerous, you know, field to go into but you know I wanted to be supportive so you know he kept getting turned down and he was telling me things like oh it was his credit and I'm like we looked at your credit you know he was just telling me all these lies and then by the last time that um one of the stations turned them down I was like you know what I said let me call them let me call them and see what's going on like this is some bs like what is going on and so um, when I said that, that's when he actually came forth with the truth and told me, well, you know, they said that I couldn't get in because of my domestic violence charge and it's considered a felony. And did I, I said, wait a minute now. Did you just say that you have a felony record? Did you say that is hindering you from getting the, your dream job and all of this, like, Y'all, I was so upset. I was like, oh, no. Like, who is this person? Who did I marry? So, I mean, even with that, I still tried to, you know, work on my marriage. I was like, yeah, you got the charge when you was, you know, a young adult, when you were still out there in the world. I get it. You know, sometimes, you know, your mistake catches up with you when you're an adult. So, okay. Looked over that. I was like, you know what? Like, okay, well, if you can't go into, you know, being a police officer, you can't get into the academy. Let's go this route. And this, 
you know, but he just refused to want to do anything. He just wanted to be around the house, you know, I guess, and monitor me, you know, or whatever. I don't know what the case was, but, you know, it was just extremely selfish, you know, of him to do that, you know, like, so that was a major issue um, in our marriage. I mean, it was just constantly like lies about you know, so many different things. And um, like I said, he had a extreme, you know, porn addiction. Um, he told me about it uh, prior to when we was actually friends with each other. But he had said that he listened to a old podcast of mine and, you know, he's free from it. And, you know, he, it's disgusting to him now that I, I'll let, again lies. So um, I, I remember when I was pregnant, you know, a lot of women, you know, they get they get on fire when they pregnant when it comes to, you know, the bedroom. But I was the complete opposite. I was the complete opposite, y'all. And, you know, he didn't try to be supportive and try to understand. He just thought, I guess I was withholding sex. But it's like, no, like it's just not happening like and he did not care about, you know, what women have to go through during pregnancy. And he disregarded all of that. And, um, you know, and I, it, it made me feel so bad. It's like, okay, what can I do, you know, to kind of, you know, fix this in a way? I started praying and fasting while I'm pregnant now. Yeah. Fasting and praying. I even got on Amazon and bought these things that look like a dildo, like trying to stretch myself out or trying to fix something about lube. And, you know, I was like, what is going on? But then I Googled and did a little research. I was like, you know, this is normal for some women, you know, and, you know, I tried to please him in other ways and, you know, things like that to the point where he'll be satisfied, <laughs> you know, these, these, the remaining of my remainder of my nine months, you know, so, um, you know, after I, um, you know, uh, gave birth, uh, or I think, I think it was before. Yeah. I gave birth. Yeah. Um, you know, he fell into temptation and decided to, you know, have start an argument with me. Cause I still don't know what we was arguing about, but start an argument with me just so he can go downstairs in my bathroom and masturbate. And once he locked that door, like, and locked me out, and you in my house, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, locked me out, I kind of knew then the enemy was going to really, really, like, just target him. And I can just tell he was sexually frustrated anyways. And I kind of tell, you know, I kind of knew what he was going to do. That's why I kept telling him, open the door, open the door, like, you know, don't lock yourself, you know, up in here. Like, who does that? So I was just, you know, me being as pregnant as I was, I was already extremely stressed to the point where I got so lightheaded, y'all, and fell down the stairs. Yep, while I was pregnant, your girl fell down the stairs, honey. So when he slammed that door in my face and locked himself downstairs, I said, you know what, I'm going to go back upstairs and I'm going to focus on me. And having a healthy baby, like whatever he does down there at this point, I, I just don't even care. So, you know, I was upset a lot of times with the church, too, because I wanted to be open and honest. And that sometimes I would be open and honest. And, you know, they were just so blinded by, you know, religion. They were, you know, always, well, just give them grace. Oh, that first year is hard. And maybe, you know, the first five years. And, you know, and it's like that's not the case for everybody. These are not 
normal marital issues we're having. This is something going on with this man's character. This is something like something ain't right with him. You know, and I would, it would make me so mad that they would sit up there and just say that. And to the point why we were going to marriage counseling and, you know, when it's on him, oh, we, we, just, we, we need to stop going. We don't need marriage counseling. Oh, we need to pick another person. But when it's on me, oh, yeah, did you hear what he said? He said, you know, you got to, you know, stop, the, you know, and it's like, okay, wait a minute. So, you know, just doing, you know, some research, I started researching narcissism. I just seen, seen it popped up on my timeline multiple times on Facebook. And I was like, narcissism, like, what is that? Like, what are the characteristics? Like, like you know, I wanted to learn more about it. And everything that I, I, I looked up and researched, I was like, it fits his description. He fits the description. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You know, love bomb. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Like emotional abuse. I was so jittery and anxious. I mean, it got to the point where I didn't even want to come home. Like it was just that bad. You know, I I, I withhold having uh, important conversations because it will always turn into an argument and you know things like that. And you know, it was just a, abuse. You know, I was silenced a lot of times and. You know, I was like, I don't deserve this. Like, when I was single all them years, like, God really showed me who I was and who I was called to be. So, everything that God said, I am beautiful. I am loved. I am worthy. I am, you know, this and that. And it's like, this guy come into my life and he tried to damn play all of that and say, okay, I'm, and make it seem like I'm not good enough. You know what I'm saying? That I have insecurities in which he had a lot of insecurities. He had a lot of deep, dark secrets and, you know, things like that. He tried to, you know, um, um, start some mess between me and his, you know, his other um, baby mama and, you know, and stuff like that, which didn't go as planned, of course, because she knew exactly who I was. She remembers me from uh, uh, junior college, but... You know, it was just a lot of little stuff that I can tell just wasn't Christ-like when it came to him. And as um, when I decided to sell my Georgia townhouse, like, y'all, that really, really was like, okay, almost the last straw. It would have been, but I still wanted my marriage to work, even after that. So I sold my townhouse and because um, like I said he wasn't helping he wasn't trying to contribute financially I had just had a baby and I I mean how can we afford to put him in daycare like I was trying to find work from home jobs you know I just like you know what like I'm not finna spend all my money you know hoping and wishing and that you would get up and help more so I was like you know what like I'm just gonna you know sell it my house move back home to where I have some some help, you know, until I get adjusted and into motherhood, until I figure out, you know, where our marriage stands. So uh, we moved back to Mississippi. Even then, of course, I tried to work on my marriage. It got worse. Like his behaviors and his selfishness and pride and lust. And, you know, he started drinking. Like it was bad, y'all. And I was like, you know what? Like, I mean, he would come and start arguments. My child would start crying. And I was like, no, I, I cannot deal with this. And my final straw was, of course, seeing my son cry. Because I remember when I met his daughter, um, I was like, 
I asked her, you know, why she don't want her mom and dad together. And she's like, oh, no, I don't ever, ever want them to get back together because all they did was fight. And just thinking about, you know, what she said, I was like, I don't want my son to grow up in a toxic environment, you know, to where, um, you know, he's feeling that way. So, um, yeah, I was like, you know, and then on top of that, I started having, you know, um, demonic thoughts. I mean, y'all can put two and two together, but I started having demonic thoughts because I was so stressed out. You know, I was so unhappy in my marriage. I wanted to find out and figure out a way out, but I didn't feel like I was as spiritually strong because, you know, um, like I said, uh, my faith was shaking. Like I just felt like God was punishing me for something. I, I mean, it was bad. So I literally, y'all have to pick myself up. I thank God I had friends and family members and, you know, people in my corner praying for me and, you know, encouraging me, you know, and stuff like that. So with all that being said, you know, I got my behind up. I was like, you know, look, enough is enough. Like enough is enough. I've tried. I've done everything I possibly could. You're just not the one. You're, you're just not who I thought you were. And that's just it. You know, and I, I'm 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 moving I'm moving differently, you know, because even the Bible talks about, you know, you know, abuse. It talks about adultery, you know, and stuff. And I know Colossians three, verse nineteen, say husbands love your wives and never treat them harshly. You know. First Corinthians thirteen, chapter I mean verse four says love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude, you know. It also talks about in Galatians 5, verse 22, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, you know. So a lot of people focus on that God hates divorce, but what about these other things? You know, even with having a lust issue, you know, that's adultery in God's eye. You might not physically be doing it, but it's virtual adultery because you're still lusting off another woman. Matthew 5 verse 28 says, if you look with lust in your eyes at a woman who is not your wife, you've already committed adultery in your heart. Mark 7, verse 21, said evil originates from within a person. Coming out of a human heart are evil schemes. He plotted. He trapped me, y'all. Well, trapped himself in the end, but, you know, he had, a, he had a mission. He had a goal in mind. It wasn't love. But, yeah, it said coming out of a human heart are evil schemes, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery. Greed, wickedness, wickedness, and a host of other things, you know. And I'm sharing this not to, you know, discourage anybody who desire to have marriage, um, d- desire to be married. This is not to discourage y'all. All this is is to warn you guys that there are predators out there that who are praying with the E. On Christian women in the church. 
they appear so charming. They are handsome and they are, you know, they know the Bible. Like they know how to pray. They know how to speak in tongues. They know all of that. But all of that is, is, is false. It's phony. And I just encourage anybody who are dating or maybe married and, you know, you're having, you know, certain issues with your spouse that you know not, it's not right or how they're treating you. Look up narcissism. Do a little research on it. So you can see, you know, what that looks like just in case you, you know, you have somebody that and you're attached to somebody like that. Because I don't want any woman to go through what I've gone through. Like any woman, and even now, yeah, I'm divorced, but even the whole process, you know, the legal process, having to spend thousands of dollars because he wanted to play games, you know, even now that I'm divorced, still not over, you know, having to co-parent with somebody like that. And he's still in his feelings about the divorce and want to still try to make my life hell because he's unhappy with himself. Having to get and pick myself up every day and force myself to read the word, go to church and, you know, and and be who I need to be, not only for myself, but for my child. He can't have two narcissistic, mentally ill, you know, parents, least, you know, one healthy parent would really, you know, do him some good. And I'm still progressing like I like healing and counseling and, you know, supplements like y'all, it's been bad emotionally, like even physically, my health has been deteriorating. Like I have a whole nother health issue due to stress and the things that I have gone through, like it's, it's, it's a lot. And, and, you know, dealing with a person like that would cause all of these things on you. Some people develop PTSD and, you know, just a host of, you know, a lot of things. And these people, you know, who are, who are um, these narcissistic people, they don't care. They're so full of self. They don't care. As long as they're using you and getting what they want satisfying their selfish needs they do not care i know my friend you know as i talked to her and she talked about you know um her sister and she said that her sister uh, saw the same signs at the very beginning and decided to stay and you know she's 12 years later and two kids later she's just now starting to you know go through the process of a d- divorce and I was like 12 years. Like, it's only been two years for me. And we separated it with a year and eight months. In my mind, mentally, I've been separated, but physically, you know, a year and eight months. And, you know, I can only imagine having to deal with somebody like that for longer. What that would have done to my health and my overall appearance and my well being and just wow. You know, and and I just really hate that. And y'all, continue to pray. Pray until y'all get an answer from God. Pray until God 
reveal himself through the clouds. Like pray, pray, pray done. Stop. Do not let anyone rush you down that aisle. Do like y'all please pay attention and pray attention, honey, because you just never know what you're getting. And I didn't know until I actually, you know, got married. I I did see some signs. I'm not going to lie. You know, some signs, some possible red flags. But, you know, like I said, at that time when um, he came along into my life, like, yeah, I was so distracted. And he knew that. And he played along on that. Uh, I was so distracted. Like I said, that process of buying a house and, you know, grad school. I had just enrolled in grad school, you know, um, full-time, full-time job. My mom ended up getting sick, and it was just so much going on. It's like, you know, I was just like, like, look, like, you cool? You know, we had a wonderful friendship, like, just, you know, whatever. But you, you can't be like that. Marriage is something that is sacred. It is, you know, like, it's serious. And you just cannot run the risk of just taking anybody as your husband or as your wife. Like, be in prayer, y'all. Please be in prayer because these are some real clowns out here, real devils out here. Like, I would have never thought. But like I said, I know God is going to continue to use me and my story, you know, to bless somebody else. And, you know, like I said, I'm going to continue on this healing journey. A lot of people ask me, well, girl, you know, you're still young and, you know, you still got time to get married again and have another kid. And I no. <laughs> And not saying, speaking from a place of, you know, bitterness or anger or anything like that. Like, I'm really not, you know, any of that. I'm just, like, at this point in my life, like, I just want to focus on God. I just want to focus on my son. And I want to focus on my own, like, just peace and happiness and self-love. Like, I just don't want to entertain, you know, a guy no time soon. Like, no time soon, if ever. Like, because, like I said, you just never know. And, you know... What I've gone through these past two years, like, I don't even want to look at a guy. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode here. This has been 37 minutes. Well, 38 minutes too long. <laughs> but I wanted to give y'all an update. hope this episode is helpful to you guys. And, yeah, until next time, be blessed.